Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of For Light and Life. I'm your host, Lucy, and today we have a very special episode because it's our one-year anniversary! On May 15th, 2022, I released the trailer for this podcast after literal months of planning topics, podcast names, cover art, formatting, equipment, audience, platforms, and everything else that went into the show. This current episode is number 30, not including the trailer, which means we've had 30 episodes in approximately 52 weeks, which is not too bad considering the weeks I've missed in our every other week schedule. Today is going to be a big, happy mashup celebration with a lot of different things going on. But first and foremost, there are a lot of people I need to acknowledge who have made the celebration even possible. I would be remiss if I had not mentioned my dad, mom, and little brother. They have been so directly involved in the show from day negative 60 before I even released the trailer. Being the wonderful, proud mother that my mom is, she sends the link to all her friends and people at the school she volunteers at, and to anyone if she hears they like Star Wars. She always tells me when certain episodes make her cry, or when she really likes my drabble, and things like that. And while she sometimes gets exasperated with me when I apologize too much on air or get too focused on the number of listens I get, she's really been my biggest cheerleader throughout this process, and I'm so grateful for her. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. By the way, listeners, this is your reminder to do something nice for your mothers today. My dad is my brainstorming partner, tech standby, spirit raiser, and the guy who comes up with these big fantasies of where we could take the show. Whenever I cannot think of a topic for my next episode, I go on a walk with him, and inevitably, he thinks of a solution. Some of his best ideas have included the highlights of Star Wars Celebration, all about the Ahsoka show, and highlights of Galaxy's Edge episodes. He always has a rational explanation for me, and more often than not, we end up laughing really hard at our own inside jokes along the way. Now, my brother Henry is just the person I go to when I need to geek out about something or when I need to tell someone my list of favorite characters just because he has an incredibly, astonishingly good memory for facts. And because of that, he ends up retaining a lot more knowledge about Star Wars than our parents. And it's nice to have someone constantly nearby who will remember the exact classification of the starship that appears in two episodes of Clone Wars. I can ask him just about any random Star Wars question, and he'll know the answer. Henry's a bit of the part why I started this podcast. I realize I love talking about Star Wars with people who are also big fans and know a lot about it, or just explaining things to people who don't. Outside my family, there are, of course, the hosts of Empire Radio, Drew and Jeremiah, and former host Andrew had a big impact on me as well. There is no doubt about it, they inspired me to make a podcast to share my voice, because I loved sharing my voice through voicemails on their podcast. They were the first Star Wars podcast I was able to get into and listen to regularly, and they are such kind and supportive people. They were some of the first people I was able to start a friendship with completely based off of Star Wars, and I owe them a whole lot. Their entire community has been a big part of this podcast creation, so... Please give yourselves a round of applause for making this a welcoming space. Thank you to everyone who sent in voicemails to my podcast. Jeremiah, Will, Retta, Jedi Master Caden, Addie, Tammy, Jeremiah's Mike, and Great Jedi Clary. 
It's meant so much to me to get to hear your voices, answer your questions, and get feedback about the pod. And I'm particularly grateful for my good friends, Addie and Retta, for going above and beyond in their support. You two have done so much for me, and I'm so glad to know you. Listeners, you should go check out their podcast, Jedi Archives and Gryffindor Common Room, respectively. I'm very thankful that I've gotten to have both of you on as guests, and I'm looking forward to hopefully doing that again in the future. Thank you to everyone who left me ratings and reviews on various platforms. I know of Big D&D Guy, Eminem and M Mom, Original Squealer, and Eldest Spawn from Apple Podcasts, but I don't know about any reviews on other platforms, so if you did leave one on a different platform, thank you. Thanks to everyone who ever answered my Spotify Q&As. Yellow Snow is Good 1048, Sam, James Alpatin, Loretta Gambeau, Addie, Dave STPSM, and Moontail. I love hearing your suggestions and feedback for the show. And thank you to people who have emailed me. I won't call you out in case you don't want to be called out for those more private messages, but you know who you are, and I am so grateful for those messages. Thank you to all my friends, family, teachers, and classmates who are listening or have listened to any of my episodes. Again, I don't know if you want to be mentioned directly, so I'll let you stay anonymous until I am told otherwise. Without listeners, there would be no point to this podcast, and it means so much that people I know are listening. And thank you to the listeners I don't know in real life. I'm guessing most, if not all of you, have come from Empire Radio, Jedi Archives, or Gryffindor Common Room. And it's so cool that these friendships connect all of our different podcasts and shuttle listeners back and forth. As wonderful as it is to know people I know in real life are listening, it's just as great that some of you are people I don't know, because if you don't personally know me, then you really have no obligations to listen, and I know you're here completely because you like the show, which means a lot. Finally, and very importantly, thank you to the creators of Anchor, which is now Spotify for Podcasters, and Audacity. I use both of these platforms all the time to edit and beautify and release my episodes. Listeners, be very grateful to Audacity, because otherwise I would be stuck at the poor quality of editing that I had during my first several episodes, which were truly horrendous in the area of long silences. And without Spotify for podcasters, I would have no idea how to release or distribute my podcast. I wouldn't have voicemails or Spotify Q&As or polls or analytics of my audience or a lot of things that are very essential to the show. Ginormous thank you again to everyone I've mentioned. Hopefully that covers all of you. Thank you for an amazing year of podcasting, and I'm looking forward to the even stronger year to come. We've got so many cool episodes planned, including our 10-week mega-series featuring Addie and I reading our VCU novel, which is an excellent time to remind you about the VCU Illustration Project. To summarize really quickly, Empire Radio fans created a Star Wars audio drama through tons of individual minute-long voicemails, and we'd like to get fans to send in pieces of art to illustrate every voicemail. If you are any sort of amateur or professional artist, please check out the Google Doc in the description and consider helping out. Now, as I promised last episode, I'm going to be covering the other two most known May recognitions besides AAPI, and this week we're talking about Jewish American heritage. 
As always, there are so many Jewish American individuals who have greatly contributed to society, so we're just going to shout out a few of them. First, the one and only Stan Lee is most known for creating the Marvel Universe and used to be the president and chairman for Marvel Comics. He co-created so many fan-favorite characters, such as Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk, Captain America, and Doctor Strange, and he received a National Medal of Arts, among other awards. He passed in 2018, but it's safe to say he's remembered fondly by all us Marvel fans. Also, Elie Wiesel was a Holocaust survivor who went on to win the Nobel Peace Prize and become an author and human rights activist. He lost his mother, sister, and father at varying labor camps, and spoke the famous quote, For the living and dead, we must bear witness. He died at age 87 in 2016. Revered singer-songwriter Stephen Sondheim greatly impacted the music industry with his Lawrence Oliver Award, Pulitzer Prize, Academy Award, Kennedy Center Lifetime Achievement Award, eight Tonys, and eight Grammys. He was an extremely talented singer, and he also wrote lyrics for theater hits such as Into the Woods, West Side Story, and Gypsy before his recent death in 2021. And last but certainly not least, the brilliant Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the second female but first Jewish female Supreme Court Justice. Between 1973 and 1976, she won five out of her six gender discrimination cases and became a revered American icon for her intelligent and passionate work. Unfortunately, she passed in 2020 after fighting cancer, but not before inspiring millions of people worldwide. If you want to learn more about these and other influential Jewish Americans, there's a link in the description to a helpful website. So our next little subject is one that I am both looking forward to and kind of dreading. It has been a year since I've last listened to the trailer I released for this podcast, and since it's only a minute long, I'm just going to play the whole thing on air right now and react to it. Pre-listening predictions are that I'll sound a little younger, less confident, and, and probably quieter, <laughs> and the editing will be non-existent. I guess there is nothing else to do besides take a listen. Okay, Hello the theme music. everyone. Welcome to For Light and Life, where we'll be focusing on the incredible gift of Star Wars, but also aspects so of life in our serious. own galaxy. My name is Lucy, and I'm a teenage girl from the U.S. who loves the arts, you can humor, hear this and public script speaking. coming through so much. I will be your host for all kinds of fun episodes, featuring oh, interviews, feedback, fan fiction, from music, the and much more. Make sure to follow me on any podcast platform so you don't miss weekly family-friendly content, and go check out my first episode of like My Star Wars Story. If you have critique, comments, or questions you'd like to share, oh send me a gosh. voicemail with the link in the description, or leave Brings a review back wherever you're listening. Wherever this adventure takes us, let's look for the light and life in our world, together. <laughs> I sound so sad to be saying, let's look for the light and life in our world, together. I'm just, let's look for the light and life in our world, together. <laughs> I'm not even happy. <laughs> Well, that was an adventure. Um, well, <laughs> that was me a year ago from basically today. And what a difference <laughs> there is. Okay, first of all, the most obvious and notable thing. 
I sound a lot more scripted in that, and I do use a script every week. It's That's been the case since, like, episode five or something. So I do have a script. Right now I'm off script because I'm trying to react live to it, but I think I'm a lot better at not sounding like I am so strictly on my script all the time now. And I also sound a lot more happy while I'm doing it. I've allowed myself to add more little laughs and just intonations and inflections to the way I'm saying things to make it not just, hello everyone, welcome to another episode of For Light and Life. (laughs) And that's hardly an exaggeration is the sad thing. But yeah, that was, ooh, I was kind of nervous to record that first episode and I remember publishing it like late at night and I was just freaking out and, uh, It was so cool. And then I was wondering why it didn't show up on all the podcast platforms for another 30 minutes because it takes like 30 to 40 minutes to actually get distributed. So I learned a lot that day about how Anchor works and how podcasts work. And I dare say I've grown a lot since then. And (laughs) I've been considering redoing the trailer lately because it just when new listeners come find the podcast and they want to just hear a little minute-long blurb about what it is, I want it to sort of be an accurate reflection of how my podcast really sounds now. And sure, I could keep it up just for the memories of it, you know, just to show how far I've come. But also, I don't want people to be turned away if they see the trailer and it's from a year ago when I was so self-conscious. And so, yeah, I might redo the trailer, I don't know yet, but I guess stay tuned for that. And now we've got a very interesting idea that was not mine, but in fact it was Jeremiah's. (laughs) And it was created a few days ago in the Empire Review Discord. In short, Jeremiah wants me to go on an angry rant on my podcast about people who think the animated Star Wars shows are babyish. And he says I should be very angry. But also, I should do a disclaimer that this is acting, so new listeners don't think I'm an angry person, which was very thoughtful of him to consider. So, yes, disclaimer. The following angry rant is entirely staged, entirely requested, and sort of an exaggeration of my feelings on this topic. I am not normally this angry, or at least I like to think so. Thus begins my rant. Okay, I'm going to start this off by saying, on my friend Retta and Michelle's podcast, Gryffindor Common Room, which is awesome, again, go check them out, they have their little policy, and basically they say that they're not going to, like, hate on anybody or be rude to anyone or say that their opinion is wrong just because of an opinion they have, and... But, however, they will correct someone if they are factually incorrect about something. For instance, if they say Harry's best friend was Luna Lovegood from the very first book. Like, that's not factually correct. That's not what happens. But they will let someone have their opinion, such as Harry and Cho Chang are a better ship than Harry and Ginny. And they're not going to, like, call you out on that. And so that's sort of the approach that I'm taking here. And I, the thing is, I really don't think that p- 
people who say the animated Star Wars shows are babyish. I don't feel like that's an opinion they have. I feel like that is a factually incorrect statement because they're actually not babyish because there is a lot of violence in them. Like Clone Wars, you get into, you know, pretty much season three and above. We've got people beheading. We've got, you know, Empire Video talked about this before. They've got like people jumping off of buildings to his like <laughs> just doing dark things. They've got, you know, torture and Darth Maul being evil and <laughs> just all these dark things. They've got um more mature concepts. Like even in the Bad Batch, which seems to be this like nice, heartwarming show on the outside, but once you get into it, there are some pretty harsh things going on there. And even Rebels, which is rated, like, Y7 on Disney+, Plus, which, personally, I think that may be a little bit generous, but... <laughs> like, they've they've got their fair share of more mature and more dark themes in there as well. And so, it's just... What I think is, it is factually incorrect to say that the animated Star Wars shows are just babyish, and that's all there is to them. This is, this is the um, reasoning I have for why it's okay for me to go on an angry rant about this. So, yes, back to what I was saying. I think people who say that the animated shows are just babyish and there's nothing more to them, I think that's frankly an immature, narrow-minded, and just, just, just very narrow-minded of them to think. Because a lot of these people just saw a couple episodes... In, like, the beginning of Clone Wars, for instance. And so I guess I can't blame them necessarily for, based off what they see in those couple of episodes, make an assumption about the entire show. But I think it's not fair to group all of the animated shows based off of a couple episodes from the early seasons of one show. And so that's why I'm really not going to be very forgiving when it comes to this. And I understand that if they're in a community of people who think the same way and none of them have seen, like, seasons five, really, like, frankly, seasons, like, four through seven of Clone Wars when it gets really, really good and leans so far away from the more kitty aspect of the first couple seasons, then obviously if none of them know the actual goodness of the show, then none of them can correct each other. And so... I mean, that's not their fault. But the thing is, this is why I would really like to help them understand that it gets so much better. And even in those first couple of seasons of Clone Wars, there are some dark themes within those. And certainly in Bad Batch and Rebels, there are... There's just so many levels of not-babyishness. And my other point is, is that if... Okay, say that it is, like, quote-unquote, babyish, and it's more for children, there are some more warmer themes in it, say that that is the Clone Wars that we have, which it isn't, but pretend that we do. In that case, what on earth is so wrong with something being heartwarming and appropriate for children? What, what is it with this society and their opinions about being children? Everything is about... Oh, those kids stop like stop liking this show. It's so babyish. Stop playing that games. We're older now. Just grow up already. And it's like, no. 
let children be children. Let them play. Let them laugh and just figure out this world on their own schedule. And yes, at a certain point, they do need to grow up a little more. But stop trying to make them grow up before it's time for them to grow up. And I think we should all be honestly just aiming to have sort of a more curious and open-minded and fun mindset of a child because that's something beautiful is to be innocent and to learn about the world like that. And I don't think it should be this taboo about liking things that younger humans like. And it makes absolutely no sense to me. It's perplexing. It's mind-boggling. And this is why I won't get super angry about people who don't prefer the animated shows. But I will get angry when people say negative things about children like that. Because it's unacceptable. And it's, again, very narrow-minded and frankly immature of that speaker to say such a thing. And therefore, I am not going to give them any of my time. If someone's mind is too immature to realize that they're being immature by calling something else immature, then I'm just not going to waste my time on them. (laughs) My goodness. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. I know this isn't exactly as angry as you thought it would be. But frankly, I don't feel like I can rightfully make this a just plain angry, unrational rant because I need to have some reasoning here or I'll feel bad about it, frankly. So, yes, this was my mixture of anger and rationale on my rant about people who think the animated Star Wars shows are babyish. Well, this has been an episode full of celebration and randomness. I hope you enjoyed it. We did not get any voicemails this week, but we do have a very special new addition to our traditional segments. See, usually we've got our intro-outro music and a little voicemail transition track, but it's time for us to expand in the area of music here. And so, I hereby introduce you to our brand new Drabble Transition music. Okay, as always, we've got our signature For Light and Life drum track in the background, courtesy of Henry. And we've also got a section of the Mandalorian theme on the piano because we just always have our Star Wars theme on the piano on top of it. I've got another little transition music idea in the works. So stay tuned for that during our coming episodes. Since the music has officially played, we are officially in Drabble time, possibly for the first time ever. If you are unfamiliar with this term, a Drabble is a short story exactly 100 words long, and I read one I wrote every episode. This week, we have a little story called Life's Hunt, and let's hear it. If there was one thing the ghost crew had taught Ezra in the years since they'd met, it was that life's timeline was as unpredictable as a prowling Lothwolf. It took its time, quietly stalking through the grasses towards its prey for hours at a time, only to reveal itself when the victim was least expecting it. It wasn't always unpleasant. Sometimes the silent creatures were delivering a message or providing assistance. But it was always different than the last visit. And in one startling encounter, 
Ezra had been led to discover his new family. Life was kind that way. Of course, I resorted to my go-to subject, the ghost crew. I started writing with the idea of Ezra reflecting on a year with Hera, Kanan, Sabine, Zeb, and Chopper, just like my year with all of you. It ended up turning into this one big metaphor comparing fate to a loath wolf, which is not a sentence you hear often. But that's just how being a writer works. You start trying to accomplish one thing, and you end up doing something sort of like that, but also entirely more and entirely different. If you have any thoughts about this episode, you want to contact me, or you just want to help us get through an even stronger year, here are some ways you can do so. You can send me an email through my fan email, which is forlightandlife.podcast at gmail.com. This is great if you have something you want to tell me, but for whatever reason, you can't send in a voicemail. That being said, you can definitely send me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. There's a link in the description for that. As long as it is family-friendly and you have not specifically asked me not to, then I will play it on the show. Please leave a rating and a review wherever you listen. This helps new people come over and find the podcast. Go ahead and follow the show if you like this sort of episode. It comes out every other Sunday. And finally, please share the show with your community so our community can grow. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'm Lucy, and let's look for the light and life in our world together. See, that was more cheerful than a year ago.